Yendele basata bahaya. Manda la 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 basandele kapani anta Inda la 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 basanta la bahaya. Hey, ada la 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 bahadele kapani. Zada gada gada bagada ba. Let your word come to us in power and in mind, in your spirit. Inda la 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 bahaya. Yabo Shirayan Yabawa Sempia Drop it there and let the message go far. Let the gospel touch people. So I preach on the wonders of sacrifice. Do that. Share it. Put it on your status. Let somebody hear. Yes, on Friday during Miracle Hour, somebody received a total healing online. And he testified. So share the page. Somebody may be at work. He cannot come to church. But... In the office, you'll be blessed. The wonders of sacrifice. The wonders. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. I'll be playing with a lot of scriptures. This is a pure teaching to bring your spirit to a certain knowledge. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Thou shalt remember. Say, I will, remember, I will remember my God. Say, December is a month of remembering our God. Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. God is under oath 
to bless his people. God is under oath to increase his people. And something binds God to his people. And that thing is called covenant. Say covenant. Say covenant. Say covenant. What is not in the covenant cannot be delivered to a man. A covenant is a divine agreement. A covenant is a divine establishment. A covenant is a divine transaction. So whatever is in the covenant package can be accessed by the parties involved in the covenant. In this case, the covenant is between God and ourselves. So what is in the covenant can be accessed because it is available. When you build your house and you need ECG, you are not now going to produce electricity. When you tell somebody, I have brought electricity to my house, you did not produce electricity. You connected to the electricity that was already available. I thought you were clapping. So a covenant connects a man to the promises of God. So it's not your covenant that is going to produce the blessing. The blessing is already there. For we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So the blessing of God is over your life. But it is the covenant that acts as a vehicle to download the blessing in physical manifestation. Follow the teaching. To remember the Lord is to pay attention to his word. To remember the Lord is to take his word again and hearken to it. H-E-A-R-K-E-N. Hearkening means hearing and obeying. Paying attention to God's word is a mark that you have remembered your God. Sometimes our loved ones that have departed, sometimes you just remember their words and you either cry or you smile. I remember my former boss up to date. Anytime we are in the office and we are chatting and we remember his words, we begin to smile. When you remember the words of a man, you have remembered him. Remembering your God means paying attention to what he has said and what he has instructed. God has promised and has sworn to give us the power to gain wealth. Today, I will open your eyes into the word of God. I thought you say amen. amen. The reason the devil also entices people to get money. Because the devil always try to give an alternative to what God can do for you. So when you see people going for sakawa, going into political links and all that to get money, it is an indication that it takes power to gain wealth. Are you with me? You need power to gain wealth. 
And until power is established, you cannot gain wealth. So the Bible said, remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. We're going to play with certain versions. Let's deal with the first one. Homan Christian Standard Bible. He said, but remember that the Lord, your God, gives you the power to gain wealth. So the gaining of wealth is not a sin. Write it with capital letters. Gaining of wealth is not a sin. But loving wealth is a destruction. But for you to be rich, it's not against the will of God. For us to be blessed beyond measure is not an anti-Christian thing. For it is he that gives you the power to gain wealth. May God give you the power to control wealth. May you control wealth and not wealth controlling you. Yeah. We, we have been ordained to control wealth. Not for wealth to control us. God can give a man the power to gain wealth. And may God find in you a man he can give power to gain wealth. I thought you shout a bigger amen. God wants you to become a shining light and a blessing, a channel of blessing. A hungry man cannot be a channel of blessing. He will only be a, a channel of chaos and corruption. A hungry man cannot be a channel of blessing. He will be an armed robber, a prostitute, or a kalabule. I'm here to see a man described as blessed in the Bible who was not wealthy. Wealth gives you a platform to demonstrate the love of God to humanity. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the God of this house will bless you much more abundantly. I thought you are clapping and giving God praise. What was the covenant between God and his people? Now, God promised the people that he was going to take them to the promised land. A land that was flowing with milk and honey, symbolically of wealth. He said, the land I will take you is wealthy. I'm not taking you to a wilderness. I'm not taking you to a farming land. But I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Milk talks about nutritious substance. So it's talking about wealth. Where I'm taking you, my children, is a place of wealth, riches, goodness, mercy, kindness, greatness, increase. I'm praying for you as you follow God today and you follow him into 2021, he will lead you into your promised land. I said he will lead you into your promised land in the name of Jesus. Exodus chapter 3 verse 8. Exodus chapter 3 verse 8. He said, and I, and I am 
come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large. So a good and a large land. Unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. So God had promised them a land that was filled with milk and honey. Say the covenant keeping God. He shall keep his covenant with me in the name of Jesus. It is not by their power or by their strength that they were going to take over Canaan. But God said by his mighty right hand, he was going to give them the promised land. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. May the mighty right hand of God usher you into your new year. Usher you into your 2021. In the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 19. He said, and it shall come, it shall be, if thou do, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God. I'm saying this is why a lot of us are stranded. We have forgotten our God. We have forgotten the systems of God. We have forgotten the instructions of God. We have forgotten what God has said in his word concerning our situation. And we have adapted to our own strategy, our own skills, our own technical know-how. But God said that if you forget and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. God was not talking to the world. He was talking to his people. And when he said that you perish, it's not about dying physically. You see that your, your life is not moving forward. It's perishing. It's perishing. And today, may your life be rescued. May your destiny be rescued. May your business be rescued. And may your academics be rescued. Give the Lord a good clap off from somebody. May God, showcase, may God showcase you in your 2021. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord showcase you in your 2021. Now, Psalm 50 verse 5. We are getting there. Psalm 50 verse 5. We're going to look at about five versions of this. He said, gather my sins together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my sins together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So amongst my sins, gather those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. A sacrifice distinguishes you from the multitude. Yeah. It distinguishes you from the crowd. The Christian Standard Bible version says, Gather my faithful ones to me. Those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Those who made. So amongst my people, those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. It's not everybody that dies a foolish death. It's not everybody that dies in a flood. It's not everybody that dies 
in fire. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fire could not destroy them. Others will enter, they will die. Even other Jewish people will enter, they will die. But Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fire could not consume them. Today I pray for you. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will call you to the place where you will walk in with him in many sacrifices and many covenants. In the name of Jesus. Contemporary English version says, Call my followers together. They offered me a sacrifice and we made an agreement. Hallelujah. They offered me a sacrifice. God respects offerings. God respects sacrifice of any form. There can be sacrifice of service, sacrifice of giving your time, sacrifice of giving your resources. A lot of the church workers here are not paid for what they do. And maybe you are seated in the crowd. You are a graphic designer. You are a photographer. You, are, you can help the car park. You can spend your time to help with our finances. I know that's where you want to go, but you don't get there. You, 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 <laughs> you can help with ushering. You can help with playing the instrument. Maybe you know how to play some instrument. You are in the crowd. You can sing in the choir. But you see, all these things are sacrificed. But today I'm emphasizing on financial giving. I'm emphasizing on taking your resources and putting it into the work of God. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of the Lord will stir your heart unto good works. Give the Lord a big clap offering. The International Standard Version. Assemble before me my saints who have entered into my covenants by sacrifice. My covenant by sacrifice. They entered into my covenant by sacrifice. God's word translation. Still on Psalm 50 verse 5. Gather around me, my godly people, who have made a pledge to me through sacrifice. Next year, I'll be preaching a whole month on the power of sacrifice. Yeah. Who have given themselves to love me. You can love God by sacrifice. Yeah. You can take a decision because you love God by sacrifice. And such decisions can go against you immediately. But the years to come, you will be the candidate to rape. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will find many sacrificing Christians in this house in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a good clap off on somebody. God desires that we increase in every area of our lives. It's not the wish of God that we diminish. You cannot be spiritual, you cannot prosper spiritually and then your health will be failing. You cannot prosper spiritually and your finances will be failing and God will be happy. No, God wants us to increase in every area of our lives. And today I'm praying that your life will be placed on the altar of God. The altar of God is the altar of Christ. It's Christ Jesus himself. That as your sacrifice begins to burn on the altar, may a sweet smelling aroma ascend to the presence of God and command a blessing upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 to 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, he him. Male and female created he them. 
Now this is where I want. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over any living thing that moves on the surface of the earth. So God looked at you, Joyce, looked at you, Tilly, after creating you and did not call you a foolish person, did not call you a useless person, did not call you a non-entity, did not call you a good for nothing, but after creation, he stood before you and said, look, you, go, go and increase, go and multiply, go and replenish the earth, go and subdue the earth, go and have dominion. I'm here to declare unto you, your dominion mandate is coming alive. Your dominion mandate is coming alive. Whatever is around you must answer to you. I decree in the name of Jesus in 2021, you will subdue the earth. You shall have dominion over the earth. No evil shall flourish around you. Lift your right hand and shout, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I didn't hear you say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. God has designed us to increase, to prosper. Don't be shy to prosper. Don't be shy to position yourself to increase. Position yourself to increase. Go to school, get your master's, get your PhD. Apply for mighty jobs. Go for trainings, learn things. Develop culture, develop humility. Develop good friendship. Because God has designed that a day will come, he will showcase you to the world. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that God will baptize you today with the spirit of sacrifice in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Now listen to me. Obedience is the key to open the blessings of God over your life. Obedience. Obedience is the key to operate the covenant between you and your God. You cannot have anything from the covenant outside obedience. Your ability to obey God, to receive his instructions and his commandment and obey will distinguish you among your peers. There are many of us who have received instructions from various dimensions in God's word. We are where we are because we have refused to obey the word. Obedience is the key that opens up the warehouse of God's blessings. I think 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 22b. To obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. To obey is better than sacrifice because the essence of sacrifice is when there is obedience on the ground. The foundation of a successful sacrifice is obedience. So if you take obedience out of your work with God, you will waste your time in the kingdom of God. You will just walk with God and know nothing. You will walk with God and have nothing. You will walk with God and receive nothing because you are a disobedient child of God. I'm preaching. 
if you are unwilling to obey God in his word, not in his suggestions. God does not suggest to us. He commands us. He instructs us. So if we are unwilling to obey his word, we have no business fishing out for the blessings in the covenant. Until you have obeyed God, you have no business demanding for your blessing. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Your 2021 will be brighter than your 2020. You didn't shout a bigger amen. I said your 2021 will be brighter than your 2020. There will be too much to thank God for in 2021. Somebody lift your two hands and say, I receive it fully. And give the Lord a good clap up for someone. God never takes anything from us and gives us something less. Anytime God takes something from you, it's because he's prepared something greater for Hebrews chapter 11 verses. He said that, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. One day I was in prayer. I was left with 2,500 in my account with some coins. And whilst I finished praying, God said, take that money and send it to so-so and so. I was like, God, please, we don't work like that. I've been working with you for a while. This is not the way you talk to me. Come again. He said, go release it. I said, ah, so if my fuel finishes in my car, Pastor Prince guy is stopping on the one gallon, one gallon, one gallon. He said, no, release it. So I released it. It wasn't long. What I gave, and God taught me a lesson, and I'll teach you today. Every seed you sow to him, it is either a tenth of what he has given to you or a tenth of what he is sending for you. <laughs> Every seed you, you think that you willingly give to God is actually a portion of what he has already given to you or a portion, a smaller portion, a mega portion of a mega blessing he's sending your way. I'm praying for you that in this house, God will find faithful men. In this house, God will find men he can trust. Now listen, do you know what it takes for God to trust a man? It's not you receiving Christ. No. If you have received Christ, you are too many sons before God. There are too many sons before God. <laughs> God does not trust all his sons. <laughs> With certain blessings. No. Some of you, God knows that if he gives you $100 million today, but they are some. That is why he didn't go to any virgin. He went to Mary. He didn't go to any man to build him an ark. He went to Noah because there are some men when God should make provision for the ark, they will chop the money. I thought you were clapping. I don't know why God stopped David from building. 
But the scripture says that his hands were too soiled with blood. Uh, but maybe for you, God will stop you from building because if he sends you the budget, like if you were Solomon and you came on the throne and the treasure comes to you and say, Daddy has left this amount of money for the building of the temple. Kadu shata kaba. Hey. Kadalabaha. Say, my God, he say, my father is a good father. Will be this kind of no. But the Solomon, you castigate so much. The Solomon, you insult so much. He so many, and he used it for the purpose. How faithful are we? Yeah. That's why I said God does not trust all his sons at a certain level. Yeah. Give the Lord a clap offering somewhere. <laughs> Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. I'm ending with this. This story. It's a very popular scripture. We all know. Hello. If you have been born again for even one year, you will know this scripture. And it came to pass that as the people press upon him to hear the word of God. So when you come to church, your most, most prioritized item is to hear the word of God. Your most, most prioritized item. You are not here to see the type of chairs we sit on. You are not here to see the kind of dress pastor wore. You are not here to hear the type of sound that is in the church. You are not here to fish out the latest hairstyle. All the music, all the instrumentalists, all the choristers, all that the authors and the protocol were doing was to prepare the atmosphere for the preaching of God's word. So the Bible said, as they pressed upon him to hear the word, he stood by the lake of Genezareth and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. That means they finished fishing, they were tired. Charlie fishing is who has fished before? Who has an uncle who fishes? Who stays uh, the Sacramento Village Squad? You know what it means to fish. There's no slim when you. Every fisherman is strong. They can just carry you. Because you are pulling a net. You don't need, you see how many they are. So after they had finished working, they were, you have to wash your net. Else the salt and the minerals in the water will destroy the rope with time. So when they finished fishing, they had to wash. I didn't understand why you, are, why you are put it in water. What I went to work. I realized that the sea water has so much that can weaken the rope in a short time if it's not well treated. So they finished um, fishing and this young man comes around. He's preaching, and so what? If you are preaching, preach. Then he entered into one of them, one of the ships which belongs to Simon, Peter, and prayed him. He begged Peter. He demanded from Peter that he would trust out a little from the land. You, you didn't even wait for me to say, take the boat. You took it, and now you are instructing me to push the boat further. I will explain to you. So, 
Let me bring it to a context. So Jesus was having a crusade by the lake of Genezareth. Learn how to pronounce that word. Say Genezareth. Genezareth. Uh, you have to know. You know Las Vegas. You know Columbus, Ohio. You know <laughs> California. You have to learn how to mention Genezareth. Amen. So he was doing a crusade. The crowd was too much. So Jesus needed a stage so that he can stand and preach well. And he saw two boats. One belonging to Peter, one belonging to someone. And he chose Peter's boat. And Peter gave Jesus the boat for a platform. For a pulpit. Jesus needed a pulpit to preach. In a big crusade. I'm sure Jesus needs something in this church. We've got a lot to do. I showed you the pictures. Am I talking to a Peter in this house? Yeah. Say, give me your boat as a platform to preach the gospel. Peter willingly gave up the boat and went to push the thing further. Push it at a strategic point so that Jesus could stand and preach. Now listen to me. If God is demanding something from you, it means that he has prepared something bigger for you. You didn't hear that. If God is demanding something from you today, it means that something bigger has been prepared for you tomorrow. In your 2021, that big thing will manifest in your life. I said that big thing will manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus. So Peter, give me your boat. And sometimes God will not tell you what he will do for you. Most times. And that is where we struggle. As for man, you say, hey, if you come and work for me, I'll pay you 5000 at the end of the month. Every month, I'll pay you 5000 I'll pay you 2000 I'll pay you 3000 So that one, we seem to have confidence in men than God. When God told them, I'm taking you to the promised land, he didn't add that they'll pass through the wilderness. Are you with me? So, Peter, give me your boat to preach. Some of us would have asked Jesus, hey, like that. <laughs> For free? Now who say a bread? The whole night we have fished. We've not got anything. You've come to stand here. You want to use my boat to preach. Pastor, Remember I'm sure some of the people will say, ah, this man, if he stands on your boat, he won't give you your boat again, no. Because when he finished, he crossed to the other side. What did he use to cross? Or the cup? <laughs> Am I preaching? So, Luke chapter 4 verses. After Jesus had finished preaching, after the gospel had gone to people, after Peter had given his boat, and then Luke chapter 5, Verse 4 to 6. Hey. Charles, have you missed Violet? My young export to America, right? <laughs> now, when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Look, Jesus could have said this immediately, he came on the scene. God's interest is not your miracle. God's interest is the gospel. 
interest is not your breakthrough. God's interest is that the word of God will be preached to all nations. After he had finished, he said, come, come, come. Launch out into the deep and let down your net. Verse 5. Hear what Peter said. And Simon answering and said unto him, Master. Simon never knew him from anywhere. Some of you, your problem is that you dishonor holy things. You chop your tithe. You don't honor your pastor. You don't respect church leadership. You don't respect the word of God. To the point that even you can be hearing the word of God and your head is on the laps of your boyfriend. Don't you will dear girl and then pastor says, hey, your pastor can preach you. Hey, well, we might well go to your church, okay? Ha! <laughs> I say, oh yeah, oh, Pastor Prince is a dynamic, you will love him. Really? And Simon answering, you let me preach. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down my net. It means that the others, the others ignored because Jesus, the spirit of Christ is not selfish. I'm sure he said, oh, all of you go and let down your net. And you, uh, they, they were tired. They were, they, were not, they were not willing. And because they had not committed themselves. That is why when you come to church, don't look at somebody's behavior to receive the word of God. Because you know what you have planted. You know what you are desiring from God. You know what you have sacrificed. And you know why you are in church. Some people just came to church because they don't want pastor to call them and say, hey, it's a long time. Kukwa, it's a long time. So they have just come to show their face. Hallelujah. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, they are gone. But there are some two that are here. Whatever I'm saying is tearing up something in them because they have already seen their 2021 and they are trusting God for the aim of God to go ahead of them. And I'm here to assure you that he that has brought you this far will not let you down next year. Receive the help of the Lord. Receive the hand of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. It is very interesting to note that Peter did not respond to Jesus as a carpenter. Peter was an experienced fisherman and Jesus was a carpenter, but was a servant of God and is the son of God. And when Peter saw Jesus, he recognized the oil on him. He recognized that he wasn't an ordinary man. Today I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch your heart, that your, 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 your vision will come alive, that your heart will be connected. May the spirit of sacrifice marry your destiny and your blessing. May the spirit of sacrifice marry your heart and your vision together in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus as Peter sacrifices both for Jesus. May the Spirit of the Lord lead you this morning to do something you have never done before. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you trust God, may you trust him with your resources. And when Noah came out of the boat and came out of the ark and the flood had ended, the Bible said he took of what he had. He took, he had lost everything. 
He has lost all his relatives, lost all his estate, lost every business he had. The little that was left in the act, he took from it. It talks about trusting God with your resource. I want you to rise up this morning and begin to pray in three minutes. Just rise up this morning quickly and begin to pray in three minutes. The Lord, touch my heart. Stir my heart. Stir up my heart. Stir up my heart. Stir up my heart unto mighty works. Lift your voice and pray. He that comes to him must believe, must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, you can take my books. Lord, you can take everything I have just to bring glory to your name. Lift your two hands to God and pray. Just lift your two hands and talk to God. The Holy Ghost, touch my heart. Touch my heart. Father, we thank you for your word, for touching our hearts to do that which we have never done before. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of you. And please take your seat. I have these sheets of paper in my hands. Anyone that is led to sow a seed towards covenant day of sacrifice on 27th of December, the amount the Lord is ministering to your heart to sacrifice on His altar Come and pick a, a sheet from me. Rise up and pick from me. Do something that is called a sacrifice. I pray that you will secure your 2021 by faith. With a budget in your mind, do something. We don't need your telephone number. Information. I need more coupons, please. The information on the coupon is what we need. That's all. And add three prayer requests. If the space on the seat is too small for your prayer request, you can add a sheet of paper and write. <laughs> 